0: Welcome to Scary Mysteries, brought to you by New Dawn Films. Every Monday, we'll tell you about topics that range from serial killers and UFOs to unexplained mysteries, ghosts, and everything in between. If it's scary and it's mysterious, then we've got you covered. And check us out on YouTube as well if you want to watch each episode. Thanks for tuning in. top four most mysterious assassinations assassination whenever we hear this word we often think of someone famous being killed like president lincoln or kennedy but there are other assassinations some you may not know lying just beyond the limelight that have equally baffled people as to why and how they happened these are the top four most mysterious assassinations Number 4. Max Spears Max Spears isn't a household name, but to the many UFO hunters and conspiracy theorists out there, he's a well-known figure. Max was a 39-year-old father of two who was originally from Canterbury, England. He went on to live in America for several years before moving back to his home country. Spears was known for a blog he wrote called, Where Truth Meets Heart where he posted his ideas and thoughts. His primary focus included investigating various UFO sightings and cover-ups conducted by the government. Before his death, he was looking into the lives of well-known political figures in both entertainment and business. His investigation in the cover-ups and lives of these figures are what his friends and family say got him killed. He was found dead on a sofa just days away from giving a talk about UFO cover ups in Poland. Apparently, Max knew something or someone was out to get him, because days before his death, he texted his mother and said, Your boy's in trouble. If anything happens to me, investigate. According to his fiance, Max was looking into a group of black magicians and was working to expose them, and that during this time, he received numerous threats on his life. Spears' death was said to be the result of natural causes, according to Polish authorities. No post-mortem autopsy was conducted, even though he was reported to have been vomiting black liquid just prior to his death, and was staying with a woman he didn't know well. Max was healthy and fit, so his mother believes he was poisoned to death. Despite requesting more information, the Polish authorities denied her request, stating that she does not have written permission from her son. Was Max Spears really killed for what he knew? Was he on the verge of uncovering something big? Nobody knows for sure, but the case is fairly new, so hopefully in the near future, Max's family and friends will find some answers. Number three, Georgi Markov. Born on March 1st, 1929, Georgi Markov was a controversial dissident and writer who defected from Bulgaria during its communist period. After defecting, Markov worked as a journalist under the BBC World Service, a US-funded company where he highly criticized the Bulgarian regime. While living in London, he was able to release various plays successfully while also working on his weekly show, where he analyzed life under the communist Bulgaria. In these shows, he was particularly critical of party leader Toto Zivkov. Suffice it to say, this did not gain him any friends. On September 7, 1978, Markov was walking across Waterloo Bridge, which spans the River Thames. He stopped and waited for the bus that he took to work each day. While waiting, he felt a sharp sting on one of his legs, as if a bug had bit him. When he turned around, he saw a man pick up an umbrella and hurriedly head to the side of the street where he got into a cab. Markov headed to work and examined his leg and told at least one of his colleagues of what had happened. Later that night, he was running a high fever, and was admitted to St. James Hospital, where four days later, he passed away. Markov was able to tell doctors of his suspicion that he had been poisoned, and so a thorough autopsy was conducted after his death. Right around the small mark of his leg, they found a pinhead-sized spherical metal pellet. It was made from 90% platinum and 10% iridium. There were two holes drilled into it, creating an empty cavity. This cavity was then filled with the toxic chemical ricin. A special coating was used to keep the powder-like substance inside. This coating was created to melt at a certain temperature, 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, the same temperature as the human body. The moment the pellet was shot through Markov's leg, the coating began to melt and allowed the toxin to run into his bloodstream. At the time, no antidote to ricin had been invented, so even if doctors had figured it out in the hospital, it would have been too late. A similar attempt was done on another Bulgarian defector, Vladimir Kostov, just 10 days before. In his case, the coating in the pellet malfunctioned, so only a portion of the toxin got into his system, and he was able to survive. Who killed Markov? And was he really stabbed with an umbrella gun? KGB defectors seem to confirm the theories that Markov was indeed killed by a specialized weapon consisting of an umbrella equipped with a unique injection mechanism. The primary suspect is an Italian named Francesco Galino. He was detained on orders by the M-16 but was later released for lack of evidence. To this day, he is still alive and he doesn't deny or confirm his involvement during the umbrella assassination of Georgi Markov. Number two, 18 witnesses to the JFK assassination. While the assassination of President JFK himself is among the top stories when it comes to mysterious assassinations, what's even more mysterious is that in just three years after the death of the president, 18 witnesses to the event died. Six of these people were killed with gunfire, three in car accidents, two people from suicide, one was killed by having their throat slashed while another was killed by a karate chop to the neck. Two others died from natural causes, and three suffered heart attacks. With 200 people actually close enough to witness the event, the likelihood of having 18 of them die within three years is highly unlikely. Some of the victims were part of the Warren investigation. The very first person to die linked as a witness was 23-year-old Catherine Coopsenet. The daughter of a journalist. Days before the event, Catherine placed a call to the Los Angeles Police Department, and she was screaming at the top of her lungs that President Kennedy was going to be killed. Her body was found on November 30, 1963. She had been strangled to death, and the police found no leads. Another mysterious death was that of Mary Meyer. On October 12, 1964, she was shot dead while walking outside Washington, D.C., a witness who saw the murderer gave a description to the police. Shortly after, a man was arrested, but wasn't charged for lack of evidence. It wasn't until later on that the media uncovered that Mary had been having an affair with John F. Kennedy himself. On top of that, her ex-husband was Meyer, a top figure in the CIA's covert operations. Hank Killam apparently jumped through a plate-glass window in Pensacola, Florida to commit suicide. The glass sliced his jugular vein, which resulted in his death. The county coroner was surprised to find the police listed the death as a suicide since, as he put it, In ten years as a medical examiner, I've never heard of a man trying to kill himself by jumping through a window. Almost all the deaths are shrouded in mystery, and in many cases there's little to no information on the actual deaths. They all knew something about what really happened that day the president was killed and so it makes you wonder if there isn't much more to their stories than what has been told. Number 1. Alberto Bejar and 74 NASA Scientists On January 12, 2015, a small plane crash-landed on the streets of Los Angeles shortly after taking off. Operating the plane was Alberto Bejar, a NASA scientist working in the Jet Propulsion Laboratory as well as at Arizona State University. Behar was among the scientists who were the first to discover that water once existed on Mars. Normally, a scientist's death is no cause for suspicion or alarm, but Behar's death marked the 74th case of a prominent scientist dying within just two years. It leads many people to believe that these people knew something, that perhaps they shouldn't, and that their deaths were actually executions. What's odd is that Behar was an expert pilot and instructor. The weather conditions during his flight were clear, and he was always a stickler for doing thorough checkups of his plane before takeoff. Despite all this, his plane still lost altitude within minutes of taking off. 35-year-old Melissa Ketanudi was a prominent pediatrician who specialized in cancer research and also worked at an AIDS fellowship in Botswana. She was found hogtied in her basement and had been set on fire. Another prominent doctor, Dr. Ann Zaruski, apparently locked herself inside a room in her home. Her husband spent hours trying to drill a hole just to get inside, and when he did, it was too late. Nothing conclusive was found as to the cause of her death. She was celebrated because she had found the link between the human papillomavirus and cervical cancer, leading to the development of the very first vaccine against cancer. Other prominent deaths included that of Joe Lang, president of the International AIDS Society. He was a leading AIDS researcher on his way to an international conference when his flight on Malaysia Airlines MH17 was shot down over the Ukraine. Ebola and AIDS expert, as well as World Health Organization Speaker Glenn Thomas, together with hundreds of leading researchers and experts, also went down on the plane that day. Another eerie death was that of Shane Todd. He was working on a top-secret machine for a Chinese company that had commercial as well as military use. Before quitting the company, he told family he was unhappy with his situation and that he was receiving pressure from the company to compromise U.S. security. He filed for resignation and was set to return to the United States on July 1st, but was found murdered before he got the chance to leave. All of these scientists were killed within the last two years, and they were leading medical experts or engineers in their fields. Could their deaths be just a coincidence, or is it more likely they had cures for diseases or other knowledge that others didn't want them to have, and so they were assassinated? Those were the top four most mysterious assassinations. It's scary to think that the knowledge you have can end up getting you killed, but if someone feels threatened, there's no telling what ends they'll go to in order to protect themselves or their industry. Thanks for listening, and remember to subscribe and check out Scary Mysteries on YouTube as well for additional videos. I'll see you next week.